1977 on Monday the 3rd of March 2014. I am your host Stephen Layton. Always I would like to welcome you to In My Mug, but I would like to welcome you to the news. So let's get on with the news. Tell me mommy ma, I won't be home for tea. I'm going to Wembley. Okay, sirrah, sirrah. So this is out early as I've gone to Wembley to watch the mighty Sunderland get there. Asses handed to them on a plate by the money bags Man City. Um, yeah, this is why it's early. Uh, I, I am in London Village, so I've had to put it out Saturday. So apologies for it being a little bit early, but it's better than it being a bit late. So don't forget you can win tickets for London Coffee Festival every week uh, just by sending things in. Um, this week, I am looking for a descriptor. I am going to resurrect from the, the death. Uh, the descriptor scale idea. So what you have to do is you just have to send me an email through the website with a descriptor that I don't use for the coffee this week that you think fits. Me and the team, so Chris, Roland, Dale, Gary, uh, will sit down together. Simon, of course, now as well, will sit down together. So for instance, if I say it's got a malted milk biscuit finish, you may interpret that as a Horlicks style of taste. So that would be your descriptor, but you can't use Horlicks now, or you can't use multi milk. Um, but emailing through the channels, we will select at random a winner and we will resurrect the descriptor scale. Um, and you will win a chance to come and watch one of the sessions at the London Coffee Festival, uh, which is gonna be in April. And let's look at this week's winner, who we will give two tickets to for a session of their choice. And, uh, um, this one uh, is coming on the screen now. Uh, this is an entry from Jamie, Jamie Brunton. Thank you, Jamie. It was a screen grab and um, yeah, it's amazing. So uh, screen grab, run away. And that was the amazing Sunderland Cup final losing, screen grabbing, hugging London Coffee Festival news. Um, so we're focusing on, and we're back on Bolivia this month, so uh, I'm going to focus on the Bolivian coffee industry. So focus on Bolivia. Bolivia coffee um, really has only recently started to make a name for itself in the world of specialty coffee. For a long time it was considered to be one of the lower quality producers, and really was only kind of sold as a Bolivian standard grade. Um, I remember 2004 buying a Bolivian organic. It was the first time I'd seen anything from Bolivia. Um, Bolivia, of course, is located in South America and covers an area of uh, 1 million square kilometers. Um, it has two mountain ranges, the Andes that I talk a lot, which stretch across the western Bolivia. Um, and um, then there's the uh, Atiplano to the west, which is kind of, Atiplano is like super high, um, it, it's it's a weird place where like bacteria can can't even survive, and and but the, where lots of the coffee comes from it comes from the youngest region. So south and north youngest, we see all of our coffees come from. There are some that go come from the uh, Orient One, which is in the northeast, uh, but majority comes from this kind of uh, youngest mountain range, which is uh, the Andean part. 
Um, coffee production in Bolivia is concentrated in the rural areas, um, and it's around about 95% of it comes from that youngest region. Um, there's also some grown in Santa Cruz, but it's normally very low because Santa Cruz is kind of subtropical. Uh, Cochacabamba uh, and Pando, um, they are very kind of small producers, say only making 5%. Majority of producers own between one and eight hectares um, and produce 85 to 95%, uh, the rest coming from larger uh, estates. Larger estates tend to be that lower grown stuff. Um, so uh, from, uh, yeah, from, yeah, the other city. <laughs> so um, for me, Bolivia has all the ingredients to be an amazing coffee producer. It has great altitude. It has super fertile soil. It's plant stock that hasn't been ripped out and planted with rubbish. Fairly disease-free coffee plants as well. Um, and a, and, and a, a a community that wants to wants to work in farming I and mean, this is a big problem like El Salvador Colombia there's a lot of people moving away from farming Brazil um, majority of the coffee is exported to the States with a little bit into Germany um, and a little bit into Japan but still the States is the main importer of Bolivian coffee and that was focus on So I hope that was a kind of interesting little journey through Bolivian coffee. Um, but let's get about this week's coffee. And it's another one of the amazing lots we've brought in this time. This time it's, it's from the uh, from San Jose, which is in North Youngest, near to the familiar town of Caranavi. And this small town, I've talked about it a lot on Matt Bits, I've talked a lot about it in the past, that this has become a hub for us for amazing coffees. All hubbing around the mill. The mill has been the, 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 the driving factor in making these coffees amazing. Um, it's located, the farm we're looking at today is located to the north of the town. Um, this is where the majority of farms we buy from. I'm thinking David Vilker, I'm thinking uh, Belinda, are all to the north of the town. Um, it's uh, called San Jose uh, because the colony where it is is called San Jose. There's only 12 families that live there, one of them being Constancio Arequipa and his wife, uh, uh, Ilda uh, Mamani Arequipa. Mamani, you will have heard that name in the past. Um, they have a big uh, history in coffee production um, and they live there with their five children. Now the altitude of the farm is around about 1500 metres above sea level which is fairly low for Bolivia but I think this is the reason for this being quite diversely different to lots of the lots that we've had um, so far this year um, and it shows the complexity that you can find in this microclimate of Caranave, uh, because there are so many different altitudes there. From the village, which is which is low, which is around about 900 metres above sea level, you go right up to 1800, 1900 metres above sea level. So the land was purchased in 2008 and was a virgin plot of land. There were no coffee plants on it when he bought it. Um, there was a very small plot, which was Keturah, but it was tiny. Um, so he planted 21,000 plants um, three years ago, I think it is now. And uh, now we're starting to see um, the, the full benefits of the, the, the hard work that Constancio has done. Um, he's worked on farms as a manager all of his life. So he has a, a, a history in coffee production, um, which, is, which is really, really, really cool. So um, now it's time to go and do the wonderful and interesting map bit. I miss me singing the map bit. I think I should do it more. It's the map bit. No expense. No, okay. But we're going up and we're going up into the sky. And here we can see the world. 
And the world begins in Bolivia for me when you're talking about coffee. You can see that whole Andean spine running through Bolivia, kind of goes into Chile and Peru. Um, kind of, it, it, There's just so much great coffee comes out of there. Um, but we are going to zoom down into um, the um, bits. But before we do that, our fact, La Paz is the highest capital city in the world. It's so high that aeroplanes have to have special tyres to land and it has an extra long runway as well. So when you're kind of taking off and landing, because the air's so thin, there's no resistance. And it scares the heck out of me every time I go. Um, but we're looking here at Caranavi. Caranavi is actually a very small town, but super important to the coffee industry because it has a mill that just does some great work there. And um, we... Um, it's the mill that we work very closely with and why we have all of these special relationships. And look at that. Like, we can really zoom down into the farm. That is San Jose. That is uh, the actual farmhouses and the outbuildings. Um, I love it when we have that amount of detail on the map, bit that you can kind of really get to get to house. And look at that. It's beautiful. Like, Google Earth was playing really nicely with me today, um, and that's why it looks really cool. So, Bolivia's highest peak is the Nevado Samaja, which is part of the Del uh, Delta Plana, uh, which is uh, one of... Basically, nothing lives there. It, not even bacteria. It's kind of really terrible. Uh, it's so high, nothing can live there uh, for long. But there we go. We see San Jose, um, and we can zoom around and see how close it is to Belinda. It's just a bit along the road. That was the exciting map bit. I hope you like the map bit. So now it's Rolly Glue, tell us what you knew. Bolivia contains 40% of all the known plant and animal life. Interesting, isn't it? Roland, everything you tell us is interesting. So last week we had the wonderful Chemex. Come back soon, Chemex. Um, this week we've got Invention Corner. Hopefully it's gonna turn into a wheel of discovery and not death. So where it goes, nobody does know at all. Latte. I'm getting more drinks, so gonna be only doing latte today. Um, I've got a mug to use today as well that came from Colin, Colin Morgan, who came to our brew courses we did last week. Uh, more of those going on the site soon. Um, thank you, Colin. I've got my Welsh mug. Um, maybe that will bring me some kind of look for my football on Sunday, but yeah, we'll see. So uh, I'm gonna wipe you on pause. I'm gonna go and make a latte. And I'll be back with you in just a moment. So uh, that is the longest gap between going, going out to make coffee and I, I'm on my own here now. It's several hours later. Uh, I'm going to dive into this and then, um, yeah, Roland's wife locked herself out of a car. I've had to drive to Stoke-on-Trent. I've had to drive to Cannock. I've come back. There's nobody here. I've had to make my own coffee. It's disgraceful. So I was saying in the, uh, in the bit earlier that this is quite a different cup. Um, to all of the other Bolivians that we have. It is properly unique on its own. The acidity is boom. It's fizzy. My tongue is tingling. It's on fire with taste. Fresh lemonade. Just that whole kind of freshly squeezed lemonade. 
lemon acidity, citrus. It's boom. It's really delicious though. Really does work. Into the milk. So latte. Latte is for me a larger cup. So I think this is what eight nine ounces. Hardly any foam. It's very wet. Um, not so much kind of foam on it. And yeah, that's a latte. Now, the problem for me is that I'm tasting lots of milk. You know I don't like milk. We've talked about this before. So all I'm tasting is hot milk with a little bit of coffee. It's not amazing. It really isn't. So, and that's not the coffee's fault. I think that's more the drink's fault. Um, it's just too big. So I have made a Clever Dripper. There is nothing clever about the Clever Dripper. It's a little bit of a, a Frankenstein clever drip because I'm using a Chemex paper, just because I can. Um, but they work, they fit. Um, again, thank you Colin for the mug. Colin Morgan, very much appreciated. I say this is gonna bring me good luck for the football on Sunday, that we're gonna get creamed. I don't even know why I'm going. It's cost me a fortune for my ticket and we're gonna lose. But hey, what are you gonna do? Boom, 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 boom. Lemonade all over again. But this time, do you remember the refresher sweets? Refreshers, like, shoot. I'm gonna put a picture of them on the screen now. Refreshers, taste like refreshers. It's tingly, it's effervescent, it's almost alive. So, so different to all the Bolivia, other Bolivians we've had, which are kind of a little bit safe and a little bit kind of like, you know, they're kind of sweet and chocolatey. And this is all about the acidity. Some of it, I'm sure, is down to the altitude. Some of it is just down to this being a completely unique coffee. Um, the microclimates in, in Bolivia are amazing. So um, before we wrap up, we need to talk about next week's competition. Do not forget descriptor scale. So if you don't taste refresher sweets, if you don't taste lemonade, but you taste something else, email it in. That's all you have to do. Email it in, orders at hasbeen.co.uk and say, this is what it is, and we will pick one out, and we will talk about Descriptor Scale next week. So, uh, I am done. I want to go home. I'm tired. Do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.